Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It's Monday, July 20th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 329. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Gita Jackson. Hello. Ricardo Contreras. Yo. And Patrick Klepek. The god you worship is dead. <laughs> okay. Well, that seems a little... That seems a little... Straight. Well, it also seems maybe like a Happy Monday. really hard way for a trailer to start, too. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, Shin Megami Tensei, is that, was that the new, was it five, five or was five, that five, the yeah. Nocturne? Okay. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a, um, a, a Nintendo mini direct today, which was not even a stream. It was just a video, which they did say, <laughs> they did say going into it, they were like, this is just going to be a Isn't video. That mo- but that's most of what they do, right? Like they're, they, they're, their directs are never live. They're just uploads. No, but they're, no, they're, they are often streamed video, like move, oh, dot move right. files, yes, like right? Pr- There's like a, a YouTube premiere sort of thing. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, we're all going to watch this together. This was not that. No. This was 100% just like, hey, just watch, watch this video. I found this asshole. on my hard drive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I opened up E3 2020 and was like, just drag to upload. Um, and yeah, the, the big stuff is definitely the SMT stuff at the end. Um, but <clears throat> because it's only eight minutes, it's probably worth hitting what was in there, right? It's it's uh, some DLC for for um, Cadence of Hyrule, the Crypt of the Necrodancer uh, Zelda crossover game. Uh, like new characters uh, yeah. and some songs and I think some story stuff. There's the game a, that I hope like heralded Nintendo with like a change of philosophy of how they would handle their characters. And nope, it's just it was just the one game. I mean, who knows? <laughs> it might still have been that, but Nintendo. It might just yeah. be that that means that they'll do one of these every other In, year. Yeah, instead ten years of later, you're like, oh yeah, they did do a couple of them. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, a character for Rogue Company, which which is a what? game I've never heard anyone talk about. I've never heard a single person be like, "Oh, I'm so stoked for Rogue Company," Rogue. which is what it's it's is? high okay, it's high res, which is the Smite Studio and um, mm. the something something else also. Don't worry, I'm uh, watching tribes. the game I don't remember. Anyway, it's like a third person shooter competitive paladins. Paladins, they do paladins. So it's like it's like paladins, but like the the character art is like what if we did watchdogs or something or especially this character who is just like cyber mask led face had a big smiley face <laughs> anyway who cares i not, who cares fine. that's unfair people it, it looks, looks fine. fine it looks fine the truth is it will probably find a bigger audience than yep. anyone is giving it credit for because it's going to mm-hmm. be a free to play game on the switch that probably feels pretty good to play because they've been making competitive games for a long time it's just one of those things where it's like it's hard to get excited about like here's a character for a game no one's played yet i don't think anyone's played that game i don't think that there's a beta or anything there's a new wrestling Doesn't game look. there's a new there's a new like arcadey which i think is the way to go with wrestling games wwe 2k battlegrounds where like everyone has kind of big heads and jumps really high and they're they're like chibis 
They're bigger that, than chibis. They're like ripped chibis. They're like yeah. <laughs> They're not just like oh cute. They're like all cute, but their muscles are big too. It's like so. an Antifa super soldier chibi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. that guy out of Seattle. <laughs> oh, that dude. Put fingers ripped. in the air chibi. Or that guy from that video in Portland, like just got. Whaled that's what I'm. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, 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 that's what Patrick was. Yeah. That oh, guy I love rules. That guy, that guy does rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to that man. And then they were like, "Oh, uh, here's the last one." And the last one was actually two things. Uh, one of them was uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, Nocturne, the, uh, an HD remaster of that coming out in spring. Um, and then the <laughs> second one was SMT5, which is the one where your god is your god is dead. I don't know. I watched the trailer for Nocturne, and all, it just it seems like that's the concurrent theme. Is um, oh, that's SMT. God is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, that's just that... what they do in SMT. They kill not just a god; it's literally Yahweh. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> tend to things tend to go ba- bad for if you're a god. Things tend to go bad for if you're a devil. I, it just it's bad for everybody in in the apocalypse. In the is, apocalypse where law and chaos have come to fight each other, and you're the one in the fucking middle. So is a uh, is Nocturne just the like name for three, or is that like a separate thing? Because it was like Shin Megami oh, Tensei three Nocturne. That's just the name for three. Okay. That is just okay. the name for three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only ever it's played the first one four. I tried to play. It was a, oh. it was a PS2 game, um, and I was God, really into a lot of JRPGs. Work. And people were like, "Yo, Shin Megami Tensei is great." And I was like, "All right, well, I'll play this new one, Nocturne." And I've I found the motherfucker in the trailer. Um, it's like a pretty different combat system. I couldn't even articulate it now because I don't well, remember. It's, the it's kind like of thing it's like collecting demons or something like pl- like. It laid yeah. the basis for Persona Four in many ways. The way that the combat works here. Mm. They made it much simpler in 4, obviously. But it's the kind yeah, this of... Game kind of go way, <laughs> this way really out there hard. in the Shin Megami Tensei games in terms of changing up battle mechanics and stuff. And then for the Persona games, they're like, let's do what we did, but less confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I straight up... I bought this game, made it to... If the timestamp of oh, of 58 seconds in of the Nocturne trailer, it is a this skeleton man wearing... I don't know, some uh, like Mexican party garb. And he's the first boss of the game. It is yes, really the hard. Matador. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Matador. And um, I like bought I like went back to the GameStop, bought a strategy guide and was like, <laughs> I don't know how to play this game. I like, still got my ass kicked by the Matador and was like, all right, I'm close the quote, put the disc uh, away. I'm, I'm uh, good. I guess this isn't, I guess this isn't for me. Oh. So now, now I just want to, now I just want to, I'm going to buy this game, not to beat it. Just, just to, to get, get past the yeah. Matador. I just yeah. need to put I that past behind You've me. You've played so many more RPGs between now and then. You know, I should and be fine. Yeah, you, you've conquered the geometry RPG stuff of Mario, of, of Mar- Paper Mario. Now, so yeah. Thank you, thank you. you. Know? Well, well, you're not a little well, boy Let's anymore. not go too far. But, uh, <laughs> um, cool. Well, that, and that's that event. That's that eight-minute little video, which I think that's a fine way of doing these. I'm not mad at it. Man, yeah. where's Mario, though? I was happy about though? that. Where Mario? Where? It's Mario. Probably time. like Mario September, probably, or August. Probably, probably August, because the probably. first of those games will come out in, in September. Yeah, my guess is like rather than it being it, right? like something to get excited for all summer, it'll be like, and by the way, the first one is really yeah. close, or how yeah, are they going to handle exactly. the role? Oh, man. What if it's just like a hub thing that you download and it just like fills in over the Mario oh, hub? Mm, that's good. Mm, Ooh. I like this. Like it's just a hub world that I'm jumping in between. Oh, mm. I, I see. You're saying like if it's like literally like the Mario 64 castle. Yeah, and then each door is just like a new. Like, hey, and this week we game. added another Mario game that we've remastered for the That'd Switch. Be cool. <laughs> they should put you in charge of video games, I guess. 
I feel like they should, mm-hmm. yeah. Nintendo should Nintendo talk to this guy. I'll be your Mario ambassador. It's like the one thing I'm able to convince my family to leave the <laughs> leave Illinois for. God. The cursed um, version of that is that they make it the map for the new whatever was supposed to happen at in Japan, uh Universal Studios, the uh Nintendo oh, World yeah, or something. The, um, mm-hmm, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so beyond that, any other no other like big announcements or I guess we have we have other stuff coming up this week. This week is the big Xbox event. This is the twenty what is that? That's the twenty third, right? It's Thursday. Uh, and they came yeah. out and they mm-hmm. basically said, Listen, it's video games. Don't expect a uh, a price for a box. Don't expect like more details on cer- like this is gonna be video <laughs> games for however long this event is. So and we'll there's see. Also, be Halo. You know, there's- there are qu- there are quotes for Austin and I to hang our emotions on, such as oh Phil, my fucking uh, god, <laughs> uh, out th- Phil Spencer out there uh, being like, you know what, we're like, you know, we're really proud of like the Japanese like developers we're working with and yada yada yada, which is like could just be just normal, just total bullshit, just like whatever you know, exec saying things mm. he's gonna say, but that also <laughs> could mean, yo, where's my start my summoning circle for Elden Ring? For Elden yes. Ring, um, I like I am not letting myself believe. I, I no, would love like, it. But I think I, that game's been canceled. I don't believe that. I what? Just, I'm just oh, putting it out. I'm just yeah, like, that game definitely. You know, yeah. guess that game is not coming anymore. And then <laughs> yeah. when it the does sentence happen, that launched a million fucking articles. I, uh, Patrick Klavik, <laughs> vice journalist, reports. reports. Look, if I put out into the world that Elden Ring has been canceled, they have to software will be forced to yeah. confirm that it's still in development. <laughs> thus, checkmate, Miyazaki. <laughs> Four dimensional chess. It, over here. it totally is. Um, God, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I will be very happily surprised by that. Um, uh, we'll see, right? We'll see. I, I'm, I feel like I'm very curious about what their lineup is. I think they had like this is like potentially such an enormous moment for them as it better be like as a pivot point. Um, <laughs> like I'm just in terms of like recreating the perception of like what they are as a yes. like software company. Um, it may just be a reinforcing that actually they're cool with being. A service company that occasionally, you know what I mean? Like they seem yeah. to be trying, but they seem to be trying to position themselves as like, hey, we understand the last like decade has not been very good for like Microsoft developed games and it's going to be different this time. I'm just curious, like how, what is that positioning? What is that foot forward? Because companies, it's like, right? <laughs> well, they all those companies, but also like for it to be another Halo. Right. Um, and I'm excited to see that game. I've like very heard really good things about it, both from like, its initial conception stage to some of the stuff they're doing with it. So I'm ex- like really legitimately excited to see it. But, um, that, but like saying like your first new thing is another halo is that's not necessarily like the card I put down to be like, hey, <laughs> things are different now. Right. Like, right. Here's another halo. Here's another gears. Um, I, I'm just curious how far they go in, in the direction of trying to say, Hey, we're, is it just, they try to chase Sony. It's like, yes, we can make, De- right, like uh, dad games too. Like here's our <laughs> suite of dad games. Let Sony um, own the dad. Hey, make game some market. mom games. You know what? Like that's, just you know, go in a different direction a little bit. That's right. Is Mix it, just, it up. So yeah. Is it just me, or does it feel like because there was no E3, they're now playing chicken with the pricing of these boxes? Oh, they are abs- absolutely. One hundred percent. No one wants to be the first one to say how expensive, how much money they want from you, right? right. Yeah. You want to be able to be that second person who can be like, ah, but come over here. Let me show Ours you is real thirty dollars lower than <laughs> a bunch of Xboxes cheaper than than PlayStation sort of thing. Because um, like I, I had heard, I had not heard about the the PlayStation digital box prior to them announcing it, um, which makes you think that was like perhaps something done in response to all the rumors that Microsoft was doing. Um, it, well, I guess on the PS5 case, it's going to be the same box, but just one without a disk drive. Whereas with the Xbox, they're going to have 
like literally different hardware um, in, in the other one. But Which definitely, I still, I still ex- I expect Xbox to be cheaper no matter me what. Too. It just yeah. in turn, I expect I would not be surprised if their high end box is more expensive and their low end box is significantly cheaper as a way of um, trying to take advantage of that split. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious about how that how all that goes. Um, for now, though, we're playing video games and not and not thinking about ones that won't come out for another four or five months. What do you been, <laughs> until, they're, been, until they're delayed again for another three months. Yeah, exactly. What have you all been getting up to? I know, actually, we should we should wrap back around to uh, the game of the moment for, for some of us. Uh, Ooblets. I know Kato and Gita, you both uh, have put some time into this after I talked about it. Uh, actually, I know Gita, you played it before me, uh, actually, yeah. but you just were not on the podcast on Friday. So yeah. here is your space. Please tell us about your Ooblets. I Talk got to me about this game. Sick. And what I did when I was sick was sleep, but also play Ooblets. I played <laughs> a lot of Ooblets. And Ooblets really just is what if Pokemon was Harvest Moon. That's mm-hmm. just what the game is. And something about that really, really hit the spot for me last week when I was feeling really under the weather. Um, but I mean, uh, the thing that I keep sort of tripping over is not the mechanics of the game, which feel very natural, right? Like, it really gets the sort of loop of growing new friends and farming very, very well for me once you unlock um, the ability to offload huge shipments of Karoots or Sweetie Beaties and get a lot of money and then be able to upgrade your house really easily. Then suddenly the game just felt very like a, like the, I understood what it was asking me to do forever Ooh. and ever and ever, essentially, which was expand my farm, grow more friends, uh, and then, you know, unlock everything in the general vicinity uh and i also really appreciate that instead of cockfights you just have them do dance battles that's much nicer and you're just nicer overall to the ooblets than you are to pokemon you're not very nice to pokemon Damn. <laughs> anyway you just you, you're not you <laughs> put them in little pokemon. balls yeah. your ooblets follow you, you follow around, around and, you, and, they dance. and you give them a house you, you can give, give them, them a house that's true yeah i just feel you like do, that's more fair they do help you help you farm Help mm-hmm. help you. You can be like, yo, do this for me real quick. Yeah. You stand here yeah. all day and turn this. So I'm just saying, there, you know, let's not. <laughs> there's some, still some sketchiness, not okay? Not count our before they hatch. But at least here. they want to come with you and they don't flee from you when they see you. This you is know? True. Right. They run up towards they do you run and they're like, towards you. Like, yo, we got to dance right now. But only I if you do- have two broken lump stumps or whatever the hell those things well, are called. Well, you have two, two planklets and a bunch of nernies <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, if you, uh, I need yeah. eight nernies to dance right now. Uh, I always need eight nernies to dance. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I, that's, that's the phraseology that I'm sometimes yeah. with it and sometimes I'm not with it, you know? Yeah, I do know. I 100% yeah. know. Because sometimes... Well, I think, I said this last week, but like up top, it's the hardest because oh, they're yeah. just dumping it all on you, and you're not even farming yet. And you're like, "What are you? What are you? Why are we?" And it's just doing this so cutesy wootsy. It is, but it stops being cutesy wootsy once you get into the rhythms of the town that you're mm-hmm. in. Once you sort of spend time in Badge Town, and you realize that like Nernies, like they're just like any other like infrastructural object. In the in the in this world, there are people resource don't call you them get from rocks. You know, yes, yeah. yeah. Instead of calling it people, st- stone, they're calling it nernies. Yeah, you know, people aren't like, saying nerny wernies and being all cutesy wootsy like all the time. They're they're generally just normal people that you talk to. The ca- named characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the main it, that main set. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like especially Ara who. She thinks she makes potions. The that girl, the goth girl, mm-hmm, who's my goth, favorite, the town of course. Goth girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, the town. I love her. She's she great. is like 
is such a sort of mundane kind of older teen that even though she's surrounded by all this twee stuff, it kind of grounds the tweeness in like actual human behavior. So instead of, you know, sometimes I feel like the thing that I dislike the most about quote unquote wholesome sort of games where the, the cutesy wootsiness is that it quickly feels like it is absolutely not in touch with any part of like actually being a human. Um, and that I do really like things that are cute and sweet and wholesome, yeah. but my experience of the world is incredibly mundane, right? I wake up and I eat breakfast and I have to go to work to earn money for a job. And in this town, people also do those things. And most of their lives, in fact, revolve around the things they do for a living rather than how cute and sweet and wholesome things are. There is a sense that it's a nicer place to live in the world that we live in. I mean, especially because there's cute little animals that just want to be your friends <laughs> all the time. But it doesn't seem like, it seems like wholesomeness and cuteness exists alongside just sort of the regular boringness of being a person. And that's the thing that's eventually making it, making that all the terminology a lot easier for me mm -hmm. <laughs> to sort of be with and be around for long periods of time. Um, have either of you gotten to like the first like distant area that you take a, a vehicle to get to? I'm not there yet. I'm no. about to repair okay. the hot air balloon. Yeah, the yeah. hot air balloon. Um, um, that area is interesting because it makes me not love the com the combat, the dancing. So for for we didn't go deep into this on the last episode, but in order to recruit new um, ooblets who are just like wandering around, and you can grow them or you can kind of bring them on via. Actually, sorry, you can grow them, and to grow them you need seeds. And one of the ways you can get seeds is by beating them in dance battles. And when you beat them in a dance battle, you can like, yeah, give me a fucking seed, and they're like, well, okay, and then give you a seed. <laughs> um, and the I really liked the dance battles at first. They're this kind of card game fight system mm -hmm. uh, where the goal is to get to a certain number of points based on how many ooblets are in the battle, basically. Um, and each ooblet, there's like some default cards that you have uh, that are things like spend two energy to get six points, right? Or spend three energy to steal five points or, you know, stuff like that, right? Um, and then each ooblet has their own cards also. And those cards, they get new cards as they level up and stuff like that. And some of those cards are dope. The, the ooblet I started with has a card that was just like, one energy duplicate the effects of the next card you play. Yeah. So you could play that nice. one and then like play a two or eventually a three or a four cost card um, and do and get just like huge point bonuses. And at first that was really good. What I'm finding is those those dance battles, once you get a big squad, are pretty long. You know, they're like six, seven minutes long. Um, and And when you're doing a dungeon style space where you're doing like six of those in a row, I'm like, all right, I get it. Like, and I'm going to win each of these. It's just going to take me longer than I want to mm. because every time you play a card, there's a little dance. Every time that you, every time that goes to the opponent's side, they have to dance. You know what I mean? Like, and I get the cuteness of it. I really do. I think it actually works really well visually. Uh, like all the, there's like an ooblets dance circle. All the ooblets come out from, out from er, like nowhere to <laughs> form a circle around your dance crews. Box. There's a huge boom box. You're the a trainer. The music's really cute. Right. You're like doing a little like two-step. You know what I mean? You're like staying yeah. with it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it goes on like that for a while. And then it happens again. <laughs> and then it happens um, again. And it's fine. 
But it's one of those things that's like I would like this better almost if it was quicker or if there was less of it in these – like when it happens, it seems to happen in bigger chunks for me because of this this sort of dungeon uh, event. You know, it's not uh, a dungeon. Like yeah. it's saying a dungeon, but it feels like a dungeon because it's like go over there, get this thing done. And you get there and the, and the guy who's there is like, oh, to get that thing done, you need to get – you need to come back with six of these these – Dodonkles or whatever it is that he needs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so you have to go do that. They're not Dodonkles. I don't remember what they what they were. Yeah, I also found for me the combat. I don't know. Um, I I love you know com- the initially also I really really liked the sort of card the deck based thing and I like every time you level up you get a new card mm-hmm. for your guys and I like you know you figure out which of your ooblets uh, will eventually gain which kind of cards because you know the first card you get for Clomper is a stun related card mm-hmm. and then you realize every time you level up you'll get more cards that stun enemies so if you ever want to stun all your enemies you need more Clompers in your crew etc etc but I was find I was finding that I was beating other ooblets so quickly and so uh uh so much. I was beating them by so much that it felt a little bit cruel after a while. <laughs> I would be in these scenarios where it'd be like a six on six ooblet dance battle and I would have to reach forty points before the other team reached forty points. And I would just dominate in a way where they would not be able to catch up to me. And I was like, you might as well just give me the seed. Mm-hmm. We could just stop dancing. Yeah. <laughs> like I clearly won yep. this. Just please let's all just end this right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um Yeah, Kato, I how feels are you? like the Oh sorry. No, no, go ahead. Kato. You need to go ahead and finish your thought and then we'll go. Oh, to okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like I like most things about this game, but the combat doesn't feel very balanced at all. It feels like the one of the main things they needed yeah. people to do for an open, you know, this uh, early access was to play the combat and to tell them this, that it's not very balanced. And when it is reaches a higher level of difficulty, it seems it just becomes like incredibly tedious. Mm-hmm. So uh, that and all the clipping, I think that's something that they need oh, to work on. Yeah, also, fair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kato, how about you? How you? How you? What time are you having with uh, Uber? Uh, good, but it's definitely um, so early on. It's they're like I'm like not having many battles at all, just because I'm getting the farm up and running. Because you need to get those items in order to have the fights in the first place. Yeah. So it's actually been kind of all right because the fights are few and far between and like i don't know they're like a nice little like uh comma in between the farming which Mm -hmm. i'm finding all right i know i don't often play that sort of uh like farming game but i'm enjoying this one so far it does feel given that i don't often uh engage in this type of game it i'm having a little bit of trouble uh figuring out when it's okay to go to sleep just like understanding uh, that, like, just, no, you did yeah. enough in a day. You did enough. Right, right. You, you you're done. Go to bed. Yeah. And like, and it's like starting to out like, of out of context. Kato, just take that. Just take that. <laughs> just take that. Yeah. Uh huh. Who went sleeping? When? I don't know. Kato, can I ask you <laughs> your your uh, expert opinion? Uh huh. As a as a Pokemon master. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Huh. Uh, Natalie earned that through <laughs> um, a rigorous, You're right. rigorous you trial to just bestow that on You're right. Kato, I apologize. I apologize. Which is no offense to Kato. I'm, that's, in yeah. fact, it would be offensive to Kato to give it to him You're without right. the right yeah. to earn, earn it. the title. Right. As a Pokemon trainer, Thank you. fair? <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. How, do you, how do you feel about these ooblets? Do you feel like they're 
I've sent you a link here. This has uh-huh. all the ooblets, which like spoilers. There are some other ooblets here that I haven't seen yet. That's but, fine. But I, I want to know how you think they rate. <laughs> pants of bear. They're yeah, good. They're good. good. Um, the thing I is, find... they're all human, not humanoid. They all have legs. They all have human legs. They're, there's no they like do. critters. True. They're not like four-legged mammalian. Or there are. Like there's Doozy no. Doug could probably. Is something I pick up at the Whole Foods. Yeah, but he's walking around. Doozy Doug walking around on his back feet. <laughs> yeah. Doozy Doug wears pants <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> gloopy yeah, long totally. legs gloopy long legs got some long legs honestly they all got legs and most of them yeah. also have little arms um yeah. i think um i think they're very cute honestly like straight up i think that even though you're right like they all have this kind of like bipedal design that's probably having to do with the fact that they all dance right that and they're probably, it, probably uh yeah. trying to uh, map animations onto like different bodies um but uh i feel like a lot of times the mistake that certain of these like car uh creature like collecting games can can get into is chasing the 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 pokemon aesthetic like this is chosen a very specific one of like these are all kind of plants mostly plants um, some of them are more animal-like, but like you still technically or robots. them. There's some robots right. in or, here, <laughs> which is great, honestly. But like, yeah, um, yeah, I think they're actually. I think they're all really cute. And um, do we have a favorite? Am, who's our? Who's everyone's favorite on this list? Clomper, Tud, Clomper. Tud is oh, so Clomper's cute too. Good. I Clomper's love Tud. Good. Tud is good. I'm a fan of Oogum. Oogum. Oogum, I love Oogum. Oogum needs a haircut, but same. So see, yeah. I my fa- my favorite is got to scroll but longer. It's a tournament only ooblet, apparently. Gloopy long legs. Is, I can't. He just gloopy long legs. <laughs> I said gloopy long legs got them long legs. Gloopy long legs Yo. is like oh, what fuck. if a Metroid grew legs and shaved and shoes and, and, and shoes. had um, shoes. Bought shoes. So I yeah. I've not I've not played this game, but just looking at this list of of creatures. It, I find it slightly off-putting because they just look like normal people I would talk to and hang out I know, in, an, dude, in any little, other fantasy weird. RPG. So I feel there's a little bit of like, are these just people? You know, like, <laughs> I don't they, know. You know, yeah, they're they're very yeah. small. I don't know if that uh-huh. helps. Oh, oh, okay. oh, good to know, Kato. They're look. a little small, so please Short work on my people. farm. Short no, work like, on my farm or else. Wow. <laughs> like a cat wouldn't you be in your own home? I don't know. <laughs> Uh-huh. But also <laughs> yeah, another but good one. Just wanted to say, Clicky Claws. Clicky Claws. Clicky Claws. Look, look at that! Look at that little angry friend. Of the ones that look I the actually have, friend. Clicky yeah, Claws like is absolutely Clicky my Claws. favorite. I, I want a Tud. Tud was one of the options for like your starters, and yeah, I really I chose that option. By the way, I yeah. did not because I went with the robot side key. I also want the robot because side I key, really yeah. hoped that I could just get a Tud later. It didn't s- seem to say that sort of like. Pokemon starter thing of like you will never be able to find one of these. So I'm like crossing my fingers, hoping I could just get one. I bet you. But I think early access. The fucking cute things are going to change. Yeah, true. Which again, and I think I'm going to do the thing. Like I, I, I'm beating myself up a little bit for having played this game at all because I'm like, oh, I'm done now. I should stop and wait for it to come out on early access. But I think that's the ideal way. If you're going to do it, like jump in, get an idea of the game, what you like, what you don't like, then come back in six months and like see where it's at. I think that's actually an interesting way. Sells it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can tell, I can tell already that this is going to be something I fuck with, so I don't want to get too far into it. Totally. 
Um, speaking of early access things, uh, I can actually we can talk about Super Hot Mind Control Delete, the new Super Hot game that has been in early access, I guess, for quite some time. I we were Patrick, just talking yeah, about while, today because yeah. it's fucking a million degrees in New York. It's super hot. I got yeah. you. I see what you're Sorry. doing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I it was like, it was kind of muted and then just like, yeah, uh, came in in the weird <laughs> conversation point. No. Um, so, Super Hot Mind Control Delete is a run based take on Super Hot. Super Hot, if you don't remember, is a kind of first person, was originally kind of a first person shooter puzzle game almost, where you had a first person perspective and the world around you. Uh, either didn't move in the original or only moved very slowly or moved when you moved. Um, I can't remember if it was 100% still if you weren't moving or if I'm confusing that I believe, with... I believe so. I believe it was 100% still, but you could like you could be back into a like, corner where it's like, great, like the moment I move, like oh, that knife is going gonna, is is gonna gonna to hit me. Get yeah, me. totally. And then the, and then the variant was, um, I think if, if you... If you haven't uh, fucked around in VR at all, like Super Hot is like yes. one of those games that like convince you like that there's merit in it being more than just immersive. That like the, as a medium, it can do something different. Because Super Hot being able to like dodge your head around something as you're moving through the world is so fucking cool. And and so Super Hot uh, Mind Control Elite is not VR. It is only uh, you know mouse and keyboard, or it might not only be mouse and keyboard. A controller might work, but it's it's on PC right now. Um, it's just coming out of early access. And there are things about it that I really like. And part of what I like about it is just like sometimes you just want to quickly play a little super hot. It's like such like a rewarding thing to be in a room with like six six giant red crystalline dudes who are coming at you. And then you got to be like, all right, how do I get out of this one? It's a great how do the I get out of this dream of Austin. One? That's it. I love to be in a room with six dudes coming at me with baseball bats. I'd be like, all right, let me just juke. Let me just juke. Let me just find – all right, now I got a katana. Boom. Got him. Uh, it's it that that uh, original game is really good at that stuff, and part of the reason why the original game is so good at it is, of course, that it's not procedurally generated. It's not just a set of maps that. Repeats. This has been my. Pa- I, know. I haven't played this yet, but this has been my pause when I I was like, oh, a new super hot, I'm in. And then when I read the concept, it's not the authored. Levels, some of the Steam right. reviews, I was like, oh shit, like the puzzle part. I'm not saying it has to always be that right. way, but that was what so, I glommed onto and was interested in. So, like, a great example of the original Super Hot is there's a, there's a level where you you wake up. You're kind of jumping between scenarios in the original Super Hot. And so you'll be like, oh, shit, what's this next level? And you're in an elevator, and there are three dudes pointing guns at you. And you're like, oh, shit, okay, uh, this is a tight space. How do I win this fight? Um, and you, f- you figure it out, right? You, you, you there's, uh, there are lots of solutions in a sense, but there are, but they are solutions to what is a fu- effectively a puzzle. Um, and the way that Superhot Mind Control Delete works, um, there are pre-made environments that all have doors and enemies can spawn from those doors. And there are other things that can change depending on kind of how deep into the game that you are. So for instance, I'm like, three levels deep of basically a sort of like uh you kind of have like an ascii node based dungeon that you're working through and each node is a level or a story bit or an upgrade basically mm-hmm. um and the uh the node that i'm at the, the nodes that i'm at now have enemies that are like for instance covered in porcelain 
basically. And so only one bit of their body will be the crystal that you could hurt, which is really interesting. It's like, oh shit, I have to hit this person in the left arm or else I don't get to, I won't get a kill. Or you have people who the weapons become the red crystal and they break when you kill them. And so you don't get their weapon, which is like a big part of this game is to like, you know, John Wick your way through a level, basically taking people out, grabbing their weapons, utilizing their weapons, moving on, right? Um, and those things are really cool. And so are the abilities because the way the abilities work, uh, the way that the game has basically worked is you get to a, a node and a node is basically a series of, I want to say six or seven levels, um, with upgrades in the middle. And you have a certain number of lives basically, or you have a certain number of hearts, you have health now, uh, to get through the entire set of like seven levels that like chain of levels and every other level or every two levels, depending on, I think the node, um, you get, an upgrade. And those upgrades include things like bullets penetrate through enemies and go all the way through an entire level, start every level with a gun or a sword. Um, I got one that was turn all throwable objects into a gr into grenades. And what that does is just you throw a salt shaker. When it hits the ground, it turns into a bunch of bullets firing backwards in a fan in the direction opposite of where the impact was. And so you can get some really <laughs> cool sequences there where you're like, all right, two guys are coming down the stairs at me. Oh, right. I have that grenade upgrade. Let me grab this frying pan, throw it over their heads, and have the bullets rain back down at them from, the, from behind. And that stuff is sick. That stuff does work really well. But it's really hard not to still feel like, would I get more out of a 90-minute game where all those abilities were built into the level design and didn't just rely on, hey, I'm back in this disco level and this time I have this power, and the enemies have these abilities, etc. Um, so it's a little flat for me. It's nice to jump in and get a taste. I've been kind of doing like one big node uh, uh, per day, one or two per day. Uh, so I'm like making my way through the game pretty slowly. Um, it seems like it's long. It seems like it's like supposed to be a big, chunky, hearty experience. Um, and I think that the core premise is kind of interesting. Um, that game has been... That series, both in VR and before, because the VR game is not just regular super hot, um, has been like VR, mind control, uh, violence, like, you know, in that space of just like, oh, we're trying to, we're being a little provocative here. We're trying to be like, you know, a little, a little Hotline Miami one-ish about, hey, doesn't it feel good to do violence in video games? And I've been like, all right, uh, yeah, okay. It, I, you've made, you made it really fun to do violence in video games. Don't fucking tut me for that um <laughs> the premise of this is you beat the game or you the super hot happened and you're done and there's no more super hot and you're like no motherfucker make me more super hot and the super hot algorithm is like i'm i'm trying my best to make you more super hot you don't don't do this this isn't going to be good and so the very opening of the game is very much you moving through unfinished levels or it like pushing you back in time so it feels like it's drawing the level in front of you a little. It's like, yeah, I need a little more, give me a few more seconds to finish this corridor. Um, and the idea of the proc gen nature of it being narratively anchored in this thing that's like, I insist, sir, give me more super hot, is is very interesting. Like, I'm, I'm curious about where that story does go because you get little drips of like, you know, I, to call it like a big narrative moments is not true, but there are moments of just like, Here's some text on the screen. Here's a little bit of word world detail. There was more to Super Hot than I said. Yes. Like, like, part of the reason it worked as well as it did was because 
I had no expectations, and then it did more than I yes, anticipated totally in, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely also – I've always been a fan of these games. I'm not – I to the degree that I was chiding it a little bit there, please know that it's like I'm chiding it, and also I really liked playing those games. And even as a non-VR person, Super Hot VR is like a must-play thing. Um, is that on Quest? Where you it is on Quest. I played it on Quest. It feels right? great yeah. on Quest. Like it's just – dude, it's such a good – hey, try this. Game. Oh, and no wires. Ugh. No wires. No wires. It's so good. Um, so yeah, that's super hot. Um, mind control delete. I'll probably stick with it for a little while. Um, also, I guess I should say if you bought super hot, you have super hot mind control delete. There's an FAQ huh. up on their site. Um, so go look that up. Uh, I did not buy super hot. I must have gotten a code. I think I remember that they sent a billion codes to every press outlet because they were like, oh, no, this is we want as many people to play this game as possible because we know that the way that people are going to get into our game is gifts of this game. Um, so this game also has that. This game also has the thing of, like, here's a replay of your last level. Do you want to export it as a GIF? And most of the time I'm like, no, I was really sloppy. But every once in a while I'm like, yo, I look dope. Let me hit, <laughs> let me hit export on that. Um, so that's, yeah, that's super hot mind control delete. Pretty, yeah, pretty interesting. I'm, I'm glad that, that that they're still working on stuff. I'm curious what what they do next because what I really want from that team is not more super hot. I want the super hot yeah. team to try a new thing. You know, um, we should take a quick break and we come back. We talk more about games people are playing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back. I had like a little false intro there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Gita. (laughs) Hello. You have been playing this game whose title I've been trying to figure out how I wanted to say. And now I have more. Okay. Here are options. Okay. Sin O Alice. Sin Alice. They put the O and just like, no, just nothing. Like Hunter Hunter, even though there's an X in the middle. Sino Alice. Or. The Japanese pronunciation, which is she no Alice or Alisu. We're and definitely not doing that. <laughs> well, that last one is the thing is it's a it's a pun. Oh god. She in Japanese is death. And so the name of this game is and no is of, right? So or it's like it's like it's like a possessive. The name of this game is like Alice of the Dead. That's why it's she no Alice. Um, uh, but we could just call it Sin of Alice or Sin whatever you've been calling it. You should continue calling it it. We, I've now said the thing, the thing, whatever the right title is. It's one of the things I just said. The game has given us no direction on how we are supposed to say it. So please, Gita, talk to me about the new mobile, the new Square Enix Yoko Taro directed. Question hold mark? on, hold on. 
before I That's I, Patrick Klepek's music. You set me up perfectly. <laughs> I did my best. I could tell where this was going. I was trying <sighs> to lob it up there for you. And uh, so I published an interview with Yoko Taro. You sure did, yeah. And it's very good. There's a lot of really well, they good seem to basically around. just make fun of you and your questions for the and like. It turns they out did they do would, that. It's great, which uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, it's, a, it's a really good interview. Um, and uh, so someone chimed in in response to publish the interview and said, uh, this is I-I-O-T-E-N-K-I. So I-O-T-E-N-K-I. I-O-T-E-N-K-I. That's Tom James. Tom James is a fantastic... A localizer translator. Um, we, okay, we've I never, I, I can never past. trust people's actual names and their like, <laughs> like Twitter names. So it's like when you write, <laughs> you yes, know, Tom yeah, James, the Daigo Umera of dating sims. I'm like, I don't even know if you're, I don't know if you're Tom James. Um, <laughs> That's true. Anyway, uh, so yeah. so Tom writes it. Great. So this is even more credibility. Thank you, yes. Austin. He worked with that. Uh, um, he worked with us on Matt Galt's piece about that game about a Japanese cult. He oh, was, right, uh, yeah, he yeah, like from helped Matt on stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Go read that um, article. So he, yeah, it's good. Uh, right in to say, chime in to say this is obviously a really funny interview. One thing I wanted to point out, Yoko is actually his last name, not Taro. Even in English, he writes his name in Japanese order, family name first. Easy to mix up since the other famous Yoko is a first name. But yeah, and that's just huh. just like, hmm, okay, all right, well. So this whole time, Taro Yoko in- Taro if, Yoko. If, but, but if he writes it in English, Knowing Yoko that that's Taro, how English people are going to Which he say definitely it. does. Right. We should just call him Yoko Taro. I think it's a mononym yeah. at this point. I think yeah. I'm also the whole, I, when I learned of this, I was like, well, I'm going to have to ask him the next time. I was yeah, like, all right. Totally. I was like, are you shitposting me through your name as well? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't know. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, is the ultimate? He's just like, look at these, look at these shitty English people that don't know any better. He can't even look up a Wikipedia entry to see what my real name is. Mm, well, anyway. right. For, yeah, for people who don't know, in in Japanese, it's surname first, and so a lot of a lot of Japanese like names that you might know. Are in written in Japan, written in Japanese, the, the surname would come first. But uh, when it's anglicized, it, they tend to just swap it. So Yokotaro always, always wants to do things the other way. Yeah. <laughs> so signed up. Hmm. Hmm. This game. Tell me about this game. Uh, okay. So uh, the first thing you really need to know about. Uh, Sino Alice, which is, I haven't actually said the name of it out loud either until know, this moment. So I've been playing it with <laughs> the only person I see during my day is my boyfriend, and he doesn't care what the name of this game is. Yeah, he's like, "What are you doing on your phone?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'll see you in a minute." <laughs> I'm looking at my goth girlfriends. Okay, chill. Yeah. Listen, we live together now. We have live-in girlfriend privileges. You gotta just, you gotta let me do my thing. Um. So uh, the really big thing about this game, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's sort of like there's a bunch of characters from fairy tales, but they're all really twisted. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're Whoa. all different. They're all dark now. American McGee's. McGee's. Yoko Taro's. Sino American Alice. Hot Topic Presents. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It's very much, uh, I, it's steampunk is an adjective I would use to describe some of the costume designs here. Okay. A lot of extraneous gears and creepy dolls and stuff. It's got a lot of the Yoko Taro, like, uh, flair, though. You're the two main characters that you are, that interact with you to tell you, like, tutorialize the game for you are two creepy dolls that are, like, obviously and knowingly evil. Who okay. laugh at you all of the time, and they're called Para and Noya. My favorite thing they do is when you're doing your gotcha pulls 
is sometimes you'll only, you know, you'll get not very many rares. And one of the dolls will just say, we want more rares. And the other doll will kick its head off and it'll give you another rare. (laughs) Wow! <laughs> nice. Making fun of me for yeah, playing a gotcha game. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this is a mobile gotcha game. I know the very basic premise is there the character who hmm, the there authors of the fairy tales or of the stories are dead or gone, mm-hmm. and they yeah. want their authors back. Is that correct? Yes. So they've only said so. The yes, essentially, <laughs> is that these characters you start off with. Snow White, Alice from Alice in Wonderland, uh, Gretel, Pinocchio, um, Red Riding Hood, and Cinderella. They are in this world called the library, where they all live together, and all these characters from fairy tales all live together in this world. And they all are there because they're competing with each other to see how many nightmares they can defeat, nightmares just being the generic monsters, uh, in order to... Uh, bring back the author of the story because they all have changes they'd like to do to their story. Ooh, um, interesting. Wait. So. Wait. Yes. There's a near crossover. Yes, and it's happening right now. And what? I have Wait, to be does an that mean? Does that mean that Yoko Taro is one of the authors who's fucked, who's made mistakes, and his own characters want to bring him back to create to correct their own stories? It remains to be seen, but yes, potentially, you know, like they okay. are members of the library now and it's been revealed in a different near event that the library is also a part of the Drakengard universe and the near it universe. fucking is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, the primary connection to Drakengard 3, because of course, of course it is, but sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's mostly like they they deviate so wildly and so like wildly from the stories of the fairy tales two of them i think are actually pretty good like um uh snow white is a character who they they looked at her and saw that you know she's dressed in white she represents purity so they've taken her pure uncorruptible pureness and turned her into sort of a uh a, an evil you know sort of blood knight essentially where Everything that isn't pure, like she is, must now be destroyed. Um, so she's a paragon of justice, but it's a twisted and warped justice. That that sort of makes sense with that character. That character perhaps being representation of pure virginal like pureness. Uh, Cinderella, I also really like her story because what's happened to her in this universe is she's in her story was treated so poorly by like literally everyone that she now is deriving pleasure through killing because she gets to treat other people how she was treated. Fucking twisted. It's so twisted. (laughs) But like all the rest of them just like kind of take the name of the character and then just go in some other direction Uh. entirely. Gretel um, carries around Hansel's head because Hansel's dead and he just talks to Hansel all the time and thinks Hansel's still alive. Uh, Red Riding Hood loves to just do murder, just do indiscriminate murder. She just loves to murder everybody. That's cl- classic Red, just you know. Classic <laughs> Red Riding Hood. The moral of her story was just kill everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, Princess Kaguya is the horniest of all of them. She's. <laughs> it's, at least this one is also somewhat so. derived from the story it's telling. But the idea is that in the story of Princess Kaguya, she is so beholden to fate that she and is so like 
like really thrown down the stairs by fate in that story in a lot of ways that she becomes uh, a masochist who loves the pain that life has taken put her through and she talks Damn. about how much she loves to be hurt all the time <sighs> she loves it um, Pinocchio is compelled by his staff which might be a living thing to kill so yeah it's a lot about Sleeping Beauty um, she just wants to go to sleep. That one I relate to. <laughs> that one feels real <laughs> enough to me. But like the the deviations here are just so, so, so bonkers. That said, when the writing is good in this game, it's fun. It's like a fun, like you once stopped at Hot Topic and, you know, listened to Marilyn Manson kind of way. It's indulgent. It's like incredibly indulgent. The actual gameplay is perfectly suited towards people like me that just need to do something with their hands when a television show is on, where mm -hmm. you don't actually, you. there are, there will be places where you do have to strategize, but for the most part, if you're just trying to do your dailies, you can do that without actually looking at the screen at all, which rocks. But the thing I like the most about it is this, like, this uh, PvP thing that they do once per day. You, you join a guild, which you are encouraged to do from the outset. Once per day, you will fight another guild. And that has been really, really fun, even though guilds keep kicking me out for some reason. I don't know why. Rude. <laughs> yeah, Very it is rude. rude. They don't tell me. Um, nap gang, I thought we were homies, but you kicked me out. Um, so this is this thing where like there's 15, it's a 15 v 15 fight where you have people who are doing damage in the vanguard and then everyone else just does buffs and debuffs for and revives and like healing and stuff like that. And it is this really, really chaotic, but like you can tell that your presence does make a difference and it's very, very fun to get together with a bunch of like random strangers every day and just talk about strategy and how you're going to, you know, what what your pulls you've gotten that's going to make, you know, your your battle in the Coliseum like a little bit easier at this time. And that has been the thing that I that and the fact that it has not yet forced me to pay money are the two things. That <laughs> yeah, back. That's, that ain't bad. That's not bad. Yeah, it's uh, the I kept, you know, there's a period in every gotcha game where you just will feel very compelled to spend a ton of money and to get whatever pull you want. And they have give you. Uh, they give you a lot of missions that give you a lot of twilight crystals, which are the things you use to do pulls. Um, and they are still really plentiful. After like about two weeks, I've been playing this just idly. I still have uh, I have 783 twilight crystals right now. It's 300 per pull. They give you a bunch for free when you first like first join the game, and then all the missions you do just to sort of, like tutorialize the game for you also give you a bunch and. It's still, you know, I still have not hit the point where I'm like, I really need the version of Alice that is like a cleric class or whatever. So I'm going to just spend a whole bunch of money to get it. And I feel like as soon as I reach that point, it's not going to be worth it to me, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> well, uh, keep me in the loop. It makes me want to fucking play this. Go ahead. I have, what were you gonna say? Well, I have a question. I started this game also like right when it came out. I didn't play very much of it, um, but I do have these two screenshots which I'm going to drop in here. And I'm Can't wondering wait. how much uh, into this story tree you've gotten, because it looks kind of like one of those. Uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm almost done with all of the chapters up to chapter five. 
I have a um, lot. I've beaten chapter five, which means I've unlocked the next uh, series of stories, which adds more characters like uh, Little Mermaid. But I, <laughs> I haven't what? done all okay. of the individual chapters here. So each story has f- uh, five chapters for each character. And they all have their own individual story. The stories from in each chapter are like kind of dumb most of the time. Um, but it is worth it to see the crossover chapters, I would say. Watching yeah. the characters interact with each other has been the most fun. Especially, I think, again, I think these are the two best written characters, Cinderella and Snow White, with their crossover chapter um, is Snow White trying to show Cinderella that, you know, you can like, you can use the sort of righteous fury she has for in service of just, you know, causes and Cinderella saying that, uh, you know, Snow White's version of justice is just as depraved as Cinderella is, which I thought Damn. was like an interesting. <laughs> it's like very Yoko Taro in yeah, that yeah, these yeah. characters are just representatives of ideologies, and so what you're doing is watching ideologies fight with each other in these chapters. So it's, I mean, they re- are very blatant about that. You, Snow White is justice, Cinderella is depravity, Gretel is delusion. It's, 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 it takes its cues from how Yoko Taro writes characters. Do you mm-hmm. only you only do those once, right? I was always yeah. wondering because the way it's laid out here, I like really reminded me of uh, certain um, Drakengard slash near timeline charts that you see out there, just like with a bunch oh, of yeah. things crossing over and stuff. But ultimately, yeah. you only play those crossover ones once. You only play the crossover once once. Okay. Yeah. So oh, now that I've defeated chapter five, that counts as defeating it for all different characters. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep watching my friends play this game and convincing myself not to play this game because Dream every time world I world flipper to the yeah, that's the gotcha United that I'm States. still waiting on even though I'm world flipper to the United States <laughs> they're making an art book right that's a, the last update so that yes, we got the, la- the last uh, people update us on Twitter for people yeah. world flipper is a is a I, I really like gotcha games are like I, I don't need to fill more time and so like gotcha games I, I get their role but they're they're not my thing but I love pinball games that have progression like I love pinball don't like progression because the high score thing doesn't do much for me. But World Flipper is like a gotcha game with it looks fucking incredible. It looks so art. good. It's so um, gorgeous. It's just it, it, really, really beautiful. And then it's also like got progression. It's got the gotcha stuff. But it's only like been released in Asia. And people will update us time and time again with like little updates or like maybe clues that maybe we'll get an English <laughs> translation. The most recent one was that, yeah, they're putting out an art book, which is like, well... And the, it's a flimsy theory, which is, it seems like it's doing well enough to get an art book. Right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they would localize Maybe it. Maybe one day they'll localize it. That's all. We'll see. If I just keep banging the table. I mean, me. God, this is the thing. is like I went deep into Grand Blue uh, Fantasy earlier this year and played for, like, you know, two months or something, like, every single day. And then I fell off of it because life caught – oh, because COVID happened uh, is what happened. And now I don't have – I don't go like anywhere. Like a transit game, yeah. I barely look at my phone compared to where I was – you know, six months ago, because God, how long has it? Okay, yeah, six months is fine. Um, <laughs> and and a big part of that is just like not being on mass transit, not going anywhere, not not even like not being at a coffee shop where like I have my phone next yeah. to me at all times. Like I'm in front of a computer most of the day, or I'm doing errands or something. Maybe I'm listening to something on my phone, but I'm not. I'm very rarely just straight up 
like, oh, my phone is in my hand. And so gotcha games have, have been tough for me to keep up with, or mobile games in general. Like, I haven't played as, as much golf on Mars as I wanted to play. I, I downloaded a really cool – I'll shout it out, actually, because it's very similar in in goth girl – anime goth girl aesthetic. There's a, a, a kind of um, roguelike C- – or not CC, a roguelike um, – uh, deck builder called uh, uh, Phantom Rose uh, on iOS huh. that is pretty good. Like it's 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 really it's I think it's very sharp what they've done with the the card game design of it. Um, they like limit how many cards can be in your deck. You have to get rid of cards pretty regularly. Um, and the way it works basically is that you are uh, every fight has um, like multiple phase like not phases but like um there's kind of like slots that you can put your attacks into so it's like you have two slots the enemy has two slots there are four slots in every fight and so you're like okay in the first slot i have the first slot the third slot let me put armor on the first slot so i can you know soak the damage from my enemy in the second slot and on the third slot i'll do my big attack and then the fourth slot the enemy will heal themselves and and win back some of that And, and like that back and forth is actually extremely good um, uh, so that's called Phantom Rose, but I like barely played that. I play it like, you know, once every other, other day I'm like, oh yeah, right. I was playing that game. I forgot about that game. Um, it's, it's cool. It's like shout, shout out to that thing on iOS. Um, but, but yeah, like I, I wish I, actually maybe I don't wish I'm looking at my phone more. I'm happy to not be looking at my phone as much, <laughs> but the side effect is that Yoko Taro can release a game on on iOS or, or you know Square Enix can release a game directed by Yoko Taro on iOS and I won't play it because I'm not looking at my fucking phone ever. So oh well, I guess. Um, waka waka. Speaking of dark things, Patrick, can you talk about Carrion? Yeah, I, I can. So you uh, just, Carrion is a yeah. uh, it's a uh, sort of like horror. Where, where are we on the Metroidvania discourse? For a long time, it's like don't use that title. It's like call it a Metroid. Style game. I th- I'm back to you're back to Metroidvania. Just, I'm just like fuck it. Listen, it. You know COVID nineteen, comfort first. You know what I mean. Game, Take care game of genres yourself. are bad. Like, all right. So you know what? Why why are we sitting here like wringing our hands over Metroidvania when what does an action adventure game mm. even mean? Um, anyway, so Carry On is a is a game that uh, comes out this week on Switch and PC and, and I would guess some other platforms. I don't have it in front of me right now. Um, but it's a uh, the premise is. Um, you know, what if in a, a fleshy abomination, uh, you know, escaped from an experimental lab, but you are the fleshy abomination ah. um, instead of trying to take it out. Um, and so um, it's got really uh, a gorgeous uh, 2D pixel art. Uh, your um, yeah, it has like the Metroid style setup where you are start as a small fleshy uh, thing. And then you as you like explore the the laboratory, you find different things that give you different uh, sort of like upgrades, different ways to navigate the environment. Um, and uh, I played it last at uh, E3, E3 last year. I played it for like an hour um, and it's coming out uh, this week. Um, I haven't had a chance to play the, the final version yet, but I, I really enjoyed the time I spent with it. Um, uh, you know, back when E3 was a, a thing. Um, and you know what? It doesn't have to be a thing in the future. It's good. You can just... You're good, E3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Damn. Wow. Uh, so I, I can speak more, more specifically to it when I get a chance uh, later. But I just want to like put it on people's radars. Like gotcha. I really enjoyed the time that I spent with it um, uh, before. So my guess is uh, it's still it was pretty good then and pretty good now. And I, I think the premise 
um, is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, watching gameplay footage, I've not played it, but watching gameplay footage of just this like writhing mass of like blood tentacles is yeah. is a lot and seems good. And that would be know. a good name for that game as well. Like if writhing mass of last minute, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. trademark problem. Just yeah. God, yeah, I'm curious. I'm I I, I it's funny because I did not realize it was a Metroidvania. I I had somehow thought of it as being like linear levels, or mm. I didn't know what the game structure was. So hearing that there is kind of like a larger world map or not map map but you know yeah i, I forget exactly like, for, like i don't want to be like too, uh, like i'm that's my, my my remembrance of how okay. it is being dropped in but like i guess it it is possible that it's linear and you're getting upgrades but my i want to i want to say that i was going back to different places and it at least has that sort of flow yeah even if there's yeah. more a more linear structure i don't i don't you, you know, know i don't like know if it has the giant or... map with like a red you know, icon saying like door closed until right. you can get the upgrade that lets right. you melt steel or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, cool, cool. Uh, anything else you want to shout out, Patrick? Uh, the last thing I wanted to shout out was uh, I wrote about uh, uh, Mario, the Origami King, uh, last week, specifically around the the notion that I like was having trouble grokking the combat system because. Mm-hmm. Um, my brain has trouble with shapes, which like of course it makes sense. Like this has. Like, I don't think I have uh, what, like, a lot of people reached out over this that, like, have various, um, uh, where, like, the, the condition it's called or what it's been labeled is, like, uh, aphantasia, which is, like, for aphantasia, yeah, aphantasia, yeah, yeah. where it's, like, you have mm-hmm. trouble visualizing shapes in your head. I almost like, asked you what your cube score was, but didn't want to <laughs> open the floodgates into aphantasia. <laughs> um, but... Um, it's like this is really interesting to to read about like different artists who you would think like oh to be like, good at art you must be good at visualizing things in your head and that's just not the case lots yeah. of artists actually like ha- have you know um, this is the way their brains work and they still manage to be really terrific artists and I I don't think I like you know if, obviously all these things are on a spectrum like I can visualize shapes in my head like that's not an issue for me but it is trouble for me to like go from like putting the circle in my head to doing anything with it. So right. that's the problem I run into with Paper Mario. It's like, cool, like, I could visualize the circle, but I don't know how to rotate it in my head. And so uh, it's I'm at an impasse. And what's been interesting playing uh, the game longer, I've been spending more time with it. I just Now this is like the game. I wanted to go back to Ghosts of Tsushima, but now I'm like, I just want to finish Paper Mario and then yeah. I'll go back to that <sighs> later. Um, and what's been interesting is that uh, playing this game has been revealing for how I've dealt with this the way my brain functions my whole life, which is, oh, because I have trouble visualizing things and manipulating in my head, I just do brute force, like, pattern recognition right. over time, which thus explains why, like, in, you know, the the rudimentary, like, I'm good at algebra, bad at geometry, like, that's just how I've approached a lot of these things. So, like, in, in Origami King, I've now just in, done combat enough times that I just see the pattern. I'm you're not, not learning formulas. You're no. learning solutions. And right. yeah, that's I'm, I'm right. just, I'm just, I'm just recognizing. Oh, I've seen this shape before, and then I know I rotate this in this to get the the desired outcome. It is not. Right. I am actually employing any sort of um, uh, like thinking to, to this. I, I'm literally just applying what I've seen before. So it's just fascinating. Where now the, a lot of the combat ha- in like the the moment to moment combat is now exceptionally boring because um, there's not enough variety. There's not even something to make me feel bad about my brain. Right. <laughs> now it's just cool. I'm just copying and paste. So now I'm going so, way, way out of my way to not engage in any of the moment-to-moment combat and only prioritizing the boss encounters, which I've done like four more of them since we last spoke, and they're terrific. They're all super great. And the game actually 
puts in some mechanics to kind of aid you in your quest to do exactly oh, what I'm cool. doing, which is um, they the reason you want to do combat is to have access to money so you can get the things these uh, uh, accessories. And so the accessories will make you have like better health or like higher defense buffs um, or uh, there'll be like a little jingle when there's a secret nearby. And so those get more expensive as time goes on, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But there are things uh, like a, a golden boots you can equip or a golden hammer because those are your two uh, main modes of attack um, that will get enemies to dump all shitloads of coins out. So you can just equip those and then like just go go through combat long enough to like exhaust those. So that'll take you maybe 10, 15 minutes and you'll have plenty to like purchase whatever you need to purchase at and then the you can next, go back to right, right. That's um, cool. ignoring or at least like I wait until I get to a new area and so it's like uh, then there'll be some wrinkles for example like I've run into uh, uh, ghost enemies and like so the booze they appear on the circle to start and then once the circle locks, they go invisible. And so then you have to – so that really doesn't work for my head. I just skip no, them. I like, I just I just hold – I was like, really? Like, you're going to make me figure out this circle and then also remember where those ghosts are? Like, <laughs> not, no, sorry, brain break. Uh, and uh, so I'll just, like, do the, the, the toad help button and just have them get revealed on the screen. But I, when there are new enemies that introduce a wrinkle like that, I'll – mess with it for 45 minutes till I exhaust what's interesting about it and then just dance around until I get to the to the boss and so I, I'm still finding it deeply charming fun um and like weirdly disturbing like I don't want to huh. I don't it's um, I'll wait a week or two and then I'll spoil some of the um the bits that are like really we, this game is like weird in some very weird ways um but like a small one is that I'm, I just went to a temple where you're trying to rescue uh, a bunch of toads and their faces have been clipped out. These are toads who cannot speak, who cannot communicate. Um, they have just had holes made in their heads cool. and you need to figure out why. Don't love it, Patrick. Don't yeah, no, I, I don't know. like um, this. And then, and, then the, and then the boss you get to. Um, one of his main mechanics is that he's able to clip your face. Um, and don't just, like you know, it. No, yeah. Great. don't no, say clip my you. face. And the game is full of like little bits like that. Like it's aware. Like it's yeah. It's it's it's, ve- it's doing a very good job at, at various points playing with the fact that haha, look at this cutesy aesthetic. Yeah. We're gonna throw in something fucking weird to <laughs> to throw you off balance. God. Um, and there's like very one specifically with the uh, the all I'll say is the end of the. There's a an arc to this character. This little bomb that you befriend, and where their story goes is just. You should look it up on YouTube if you're not going to play this game. Okay. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll check back in uh, a yeah, week or two. Let's, remind yeah, let's, me, and we'll, please, please I want to explain what happens with Babam. God. Um, a quick thing, too. Please remind me in a week to talk about Thousand Threads. I did an interview with the uh, the solo developer of that game back at a PAX a few years ago, and that's coming out in like 10 days. Uh, they put some time into that. I don't want to go too deep into it now um, because – because it's not out yet, and I don't want people to forget about it. Uh, you know, I, I do my talk, and then that's it, and then never revisit it again. But but just put that if that's a, a game that you listen to that uh, uh, interview for me with you know back in twenty eighteen, I want to say maybe then uh, then know that that's coming out in like ten days. It's called Thousand Threads. I think there's an article on the site from when the trailer, the first trailer, came out. Even um, uh, the other thing, I, a quick 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 shout out is I have continued to play Aria Chronicle. That kind of um, uh, Etrian Odyssey, Darkest Dungeony anime, right. like dungeon crawling RPG, and it's continued to be really good. Like I, I came into it 
kind of cold or kind of disappointed that it wasn't like exactly the thing I wanted. But now I've I've gotten deep enough into it. I hit like the boss of the second big area, and that fight was one of the more nail biting like RPG fights I've had in recent memory. Literally like down to the wire, used all my consumables, like no no magic points left. Really needed like a few big hits to to land. The boss kept healing itself in a way that was like. Not frustrating as I understood how it was doing it, but but was like forced me to really engage with every aspect of, of the play, which I, I which I really like when an RPG does that for me. So Aria Chronicle c- continues to be good. I think they announced that it's coming to Switch late this year, which hmm. feels like a good place to play it. Um, honestly, like it feels like a good okay. I'm gonna go do a quick dungeon run, uh, and and the dungeon lengths are definitely. You can know, okay, am I getting into a big one or am I getting into like a little quick taste of a thing? It's like some of the quests will just be like, oh, go get these three nodes of ore for someone. And the other ones will be like, all right, you're going to go fight a, a wyvern somewhere deep in this jungle. Uh, and like, that's going to be a big one. I'm going to, that's going to be a long one. Um, so also, there's a funny thing happening with just the game's story out the gate where it's very clear you're, you're fighting this cult. And it, the cult is like, listen, the end of the world is coming. We got to get ready. And you're like, these cultists are bringing the end of the world. And like, like, no, no, no. I think the cultists might be honest. I think that they're trying to please slow down. Please talk to these weirdo cultists. Also, the cultist leader, I God, I don't think I have a screenshot of him, but he's just ripped. He's just this <laughs> ripped weirdo. I you know, I mm. Am I wrong? When I was reading the Steam reviews, someone pointed out that isn't the cult called cult? Like it doesn't have oh, yeah, a name. It doesn't, it's it like, doesn't, oh, it doesn't have oh, the, oh, the cult. Just the cult. Just, just the cult. cult. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it's it's a cool. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and a lot of the character designs are. You know, it is a very specific like. So I actually found out, despite the fact that all the voices are in Japanese, it's a Korean developed game. The studio's from Korea, um, and it has like a very, but it has a very like anime aesthetic, uh, and it's. I, I found the dude. I found the dude. I was stalling for time so I could show you Bade. His name is Bade. Also. Look at this fucking cult leader. Sorry, Bale. Ba- Bale. Oh, it's a Bale pig in the city. Bale. My favorite George Miller Look phone. at this dude's <laughs> fucking ripped six pack with his goofy wow. ass cult necklace and mask. Uh, his Super Saiyan hair. His, his hand is, I don't, the proportions there are. Uh-huh. Those, we, we got a name for those, Patrick. Those are yellow hands. hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't worry yeah, about right. it. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Not going to Google it. Don't ask what that means. Uh-huh. Won't. Uh, no interest. No, there please, is a, Patrick, Google it. There is a... <laughs> people are going to people are gonna at me oh, the yeah, moment this podcast goes up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. There's this lady who's like your, the thief in town who buys stolen stuff, <laughs> who is just 100% hot topic, like, goth girlfriend again. Uh, then Nadia, she's sick. Uh, and then, like, your starting, your starting paladin is the buffest fucking lady I've ever seen in a video game. Oh, my right. God. Uh, she's incredible. Um, and she's a, she's a paladin, so she's, like, extremely lawful good. I made my main character, who is, like, you know, the, the cute, dainty princess, Arya, from the name Arya Chronicle. Uh, you, you get to pick whatever character class you want for her at the very beginning of the game. Uh, and I picked Exile because Exiles are criminals who have learned like a Berserker-style fighting uh, uh, stance. And when I picked Berserker, that big paladin lady was like, 
You hang out with criminals? Princess, you shouldn't do that. And the princess was like, they're not criminals. Listen, they're not bad people. It's unfair what's happened to them. They're chill. Also, they taught me how to use this giant sword. And I really loved how upset this buff paladin lady. I gotta explain. This buff paladin lady is like buff the way the dude characters in Dragon's Crown were buff. Like just huge upper body, giant armor, uh, and then just like this wicked pink page boy haircut uh, <laughs> uh, with bright pink lipstick. She is here to go. Uh, I this game is all right. This game's all right. This guy looks like a there's, there's a bartender you deal with who looks like a Streets of Rage bartender. Just like he has an eye patch on <laughs> and a tie for some reason. It's good. These characters are good. Anyway, Arya Chronicle still pretty good. Is that cult leaders? <laughs> is that symbol not just the the Sheikah symbol from Breath of the Wild? Is that the Yuga I clan symbol, but up right side a, up? Oh, are you a lawyer? Are you a lawyer? Is that what? What are you doing? <laughs> are, you are you trying you a to get this lawyer? game taken down? Please, Kato, shut the Kato, fuck Kato, up. Shut the fuck up. Yahoo <laughs> anime rules. Shit. Shut the fuck up, Kato. We're gonna send this paladin after you. I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna get this, this paladin. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Lord Kato, I heard uh, thou was thou dost talk shit. <laughs> wow. Um, shut I, it the fuck up, Kato. Shut it the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus. I have one email that we have to read. And then Great. we can go. If you have an email, you can send it to gaming at vice.com. When you imagine, this comes in from Evan, when you imagine your dog or cat or etc. having a dialogue, what voice do you hear? Do all cats sound like Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, as one person answered? <laughs> Is it just a higher-pitched version of your own inner dialogue? Do they speak in memes or, or quotes? I always heard Kate Mulgrew when I imagined my late husky speaking. I hear Ashley Birch from my standard poodle, Aria, and her son sounds like Gavin Free, who is some sort of YouTuber, I believe. Thanks for considering my question. Waypoint forever. How do your... How does what's the inner dialogue monologue voice of your animal sound like in your head? Ella sounds like me, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Ella, I'm Ella's, Ella. Right. I'm Ella. Right. And Ella is me, uh, and she's also my daughter. Uh, oh. So yeah. So she sounds like me. Um, maybe a little bit meaner than me. Ooh. Aspirational. Yeah. She has needs. Yeah. yeah. She's a little princess. Okay. Yeah, she's I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Una, what a, Una yeah, meows. Kata. I just hear a lot of meows and assign meaning to them, you know? like but Right, so he doesn't speak English. There's no. no internal English voice, but there is a deep underlying selfhood and in, in interiority there. Which I guess, I, I mean, like, that voice is definitely just, just mine because I'm, like, translating from the meows, but the meows, her meows are just her meows. Right. And, like, even when she's not meowing, I imagine what meows she might make. To, mm -hmm. to express what is happening with either her pawing or whatever. <laughs> right. I need to know. See, I, yeah, Pixel was a very, very, very old Chihuahua. We don't know how old she is. We adopted <laughs> her. We don't, we don't, we don't. We, okay. we, 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 she was a shelter animal. We got her when she could have been anywhere between like three and six. She was, she was a rejected uh, breeder dog just like found on the side of the road Oof. at the uh, when we got her because she's like we've had her for like 14 years something like that um, she um, uh, it was at the height of the uh, Yokiro Taco Bell uh, marketing campaign um, and so there were chihuahuas everywhere if you didn't live through that era of Taco Bell <laughs> marketing I mean it was fucking 
everywhere. And that the, the, our, the person um, who, who we uh, uh, at the shelter when we were getting Pixel explained to us like they in California specifically, but they said they'd heard it all over the country. There was a spike in like Chihuahua breeding because kids would watch these commercials and then would want that dog. And so then all these uh, uh, chihuahuas are bred specifically in response to the marketing and led to a flood of chihuahuas into the market. But then like parents would realize like, oh, right, like a six-year-old doesn't want to walk and take care of an animal. Mm-hmm. And so they just started like like they kept finding chihuahuas on the streets. Like they would just like not take them to a shelter, just like, okay, well, go out there. And so Pixel was was uh, one of those dogs. Anyway, she doesn't speak very much. Um, so I always feel like I'm always just getting ver- like like visual cues from her facial expressions. Like whatever, <laughs> there's like an RPG character. Like it would just be like dot, dot, dot. And it's like, I'm just infer from like the furrowed eyebrow. Right. And like, what right. exactly I'm supposed to be figuring yeah. out? She's just not a very communicative animal. She won't like paw the door to like go out to go to the bathroom. She just st- like her way of communicating that she has to go to the bathroom is she goes to the center of the room and she just looks at you. She just looks at you. She like, won't move. Doesn't like just just looks at you. And it's like oh, she must have to. She's been fed. She has water. I guess she needs to take a shit. And so I just always have to just stare at this dog and just figure out from. Slight uh, cues in its face. Uh, what exactly? So that's 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 how I have some sort of. I don't. It'd be a lot of grunts. Like <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I my. Like, I feel like I'm most like this person then, in that I definitely have in the past assigned whole personalities to to. Of animals. course you. Of course you have. Right. The most. This is the least okay, surprising but, thing that you've ever said. Look at this. Is the last cat that I had. This is Gracie, who has this incredible mustache. <laughs> Of course. Uh, wow. In my mind, and then and then when she stood up, this is from when I first moved into this apartment when the last tenant did not clean up the floor. Uh, oh. It makes it look like she had this long white Gandalf beard, yeah. oh my and God. so she was extremely like a Don Quixote wandering hedge knight voice, very like <laughs> proper, adventurous, but also like old bones. Do you know what I mean? When I met her, she was like 15, you know? Um, and so she very much like she'd seen better days, but, but one of those, you know, like the old cat you want to talk to at the bar who's like, oh, wow, I bet this cat has some stories, you know? Very, uh, again, forsooth and shit like that. Good cat. I don't know. Shout outs to Gracie. Um, I'm glad we got to share. If, if you have pet voices, please let us know. Also, thank you to everyone who pays their cat tax, by the way. We get people oh, who just send cat pictures to Kato, Gita, and I, and it makes my day bright every <laughs> every great. single day. Every They're, time I, every I time see it. Every time. It's like a New York thing. Oh, yeah, it's a, yeah, the cat tax, classic New York. <laughs> like, what if I know things Blasio. are weird out there right now, but... <laughs> Yeah, for real. For you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Give it, give it six months. We'll see how it goes. Um, on that note, we should wrap this one up. We'll be back later this week. We can talk about the Xbox stuff. We can talk about other other new stuff. I said that as if it, as if we already knew stuff about the Xbox thing. That's not what I meant. Please don't go back and report Patrick's earlier claim about Elden, Elden Ring. Ring canceled. Don't Fuck. Why are you gonna do this? It's I why would you put that bad energy into the world? God, I watched a bunch. Of, right, that's the thing is don't hex. Elden Ring, yeah. it's gonna bite you in the ass. <laughs> That's true. If that, game, if that game is not good, I, it would, like I will be so emotionally devastated. God, you're gonna be like, they should have canceled it. That's how bad it is, and yep. then you're gonna oh, get no. it's on you. 
<laughs> um, I watched a bunch of Dark Souls boss fights this past weekend. Someone linked me to like a like a thing, and I was like, "Damn, this series is good. This series fucking whips." I know controversial opinion. Dark Souls real good. Dark Souls real good. Even the even the Dark Souls three stuff. Even the Dark Souls three stuff. I was like a little more cold on that series on that game than the rest of the series. I was like, you know what? I played Dark Souls three again. Shit, that game was good. Um, anyway, Just whether here Elden Ring for some uh, fucking. Uh, Sekiro DLC, please. Uh, I don't think it's coming at this point. Crops are dying. uh, I know. (laughs) They're they're going to make it. They'll make another one, though. I think actually what you actually want is the sequel. And Activision called it a franchise. Activision called it a franchise when they put out their Mm -hmm. sales press release. Also, it was good. Okay, I guess the monkey paw curls from software not making Sekiro 2. Oh, no. I didn't say that. I st- stop. <laughs> There's so many things we can clip from this podcast. There are. You can just make that Patrick make say whatever you want. That make your life so upsetting. Waiting for that Patrick. Wait, what? Do you remember that Vinny, do you remember that uh, giant bomb cast where you dropped some piece of news? You're like, they're definitely not going to do blank. And then <laughs> and they, did they it absolutely did it. And then Vinny just cut your voice in <laughs> repeatedly insisting that they weren't going to do it. We're going to walk <laughs> into that situation here. We're going to we're gonna end this podcast. And then it's going to be Elden Ring's definitely not canceled. It's coming out this holiday. Now I'm saying things. I have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, oh, no. I no, fall no. into the trap. <laughs> Nebellion or Wario sixty four is gonna t- take our take our take our toss. That's, that's true. God, Ugh. we at just surprised there isn't a soundboard yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the actual thing. God, we're just okay. I'm ending this podcast before any of us say fake things that people will think are real things anymore. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Gita? At xoxo gossip Gita. Cotto. At a underscore Cotto underscore appears. And Patrick. At Patrick Klobuchar. As always, you can follow everything we do, twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.vice.com. Thank you, as always, to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Payout Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Look forward to the episode later this week where we'll, again, probably say some shit and be like, oh, no, don't take that too seriously. We're, we're joking. It's not real. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be on Friday. No other bonus but stuff this, this week. One. But this one is real. And th- you know what? Let me tell you the most real shit. Here's the most real shit. Fuck capitalism. Go home. <laughs> When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's, what's, what's happening here? It's because every time, you, you missed a lot of this, Patrick, but I had a webcam once, and every time I used it, it turned off my computer. So I'm <laughs> very, very upset about... This, 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 don't worry, I'm not shocked that like, this group like, cannot handle plugging in no, a webcam. It's, it's like, impossible. This is like... Like, like Austin, Kato, you, like, so sure, yeah. Just add it to the list of people who can't handle a USB device. I believe it. it. I believe it. It sounds like New York is cursed.
Yes, I think that is the key there. Yeah. Yeah. Keep turning the game down. Okay, that should be good on my end. Fantastic. Uh, USB. Sounds B is for de Blasio. Wow. Hey. <laughs> That's why it doesn't do anything. Fuck. <laughs> it just turns <laughs> off. <laughs> it just turns on. It's that meme of Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask. God. Just what de Blasio has been. My work here is done. But you haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Uh, this is, uh, wait. Uh, this is this is your first pod in the new place, isn't it? This is my first pod in the new place. I just check all the gain and shit. Amazing. Yeah, it's going good. Sounds good. I hope it's going. I, yeah, it's quite echoey. So I was a little worried, but I think it is gonna be fine. Yeah. Oh, because of that. Right. Echoes are not the biggest deal. I feel like. But That's good. It's... Yeah. When I shout, you might hear it a little more. This is. I'm so sorry for complaining about this. We just have 14 foot ceilings, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> Who among us does not? So, so so sorry about this, but a fun thing is, I just realized huh. that yesterday I had to record a thing at like I guess this was at like 2:30 p.m. Uh-huh. I just left that audacity going. That audacity <laughs> ran for oh uh, hell yeah. It's fine. I oh my god. It. Uh-huh. Is it okay? Did it actually make a file that big? Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it didn't save. I just, I just deleted down okay. to where the end of the yeah. recording was, and <laughs> I'm fixing it now. Sorry, guys, we're gonna have to, you know, reconvene in six yeah, hours yeah, and finish yeah, exporting export. this. Um, God, this fifty of my gigabyte wave file. Yeah. God. We're all just uh, having regular days today. Just a regular one. Just, just really a regular one. Normal shit. <laughs> uh, and Kato, this is three twenty nine. Yeah, three twenty nine. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, excuse me. I am recording a podcast. Aren't we all? And a backup, also a backup. <laughs> Same. Uh, time about this. International mm-hmm. Chess Day. Oh shit! Oh, that's nice. Happy Chess Day. Um, uh, 40, 44, 44. I feel like a 44. Wow. Okay. It's far. I know it's that morning. It's the morning of international chess day. So I needed a little more time. Consider time to about your next move. Oh my God. I forgot about time. That is, it's been so long. Oh wait, but you did clap it. You did clap. No, I did not clap. (laughs) (laughs) What just happened in the last 30 (laughs) seconds? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like we were talking about something, and then suddenly there was clapping. And then there was, <laughs> then there was clapping. Uh, uh, let's do eighteen seconds. Mm. Made it. Nice. <laughs> I did it. Good job. Good job. Everybody. Remember to clap this time. All right, I'm going to turn off my air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> 